mean, let's be honest here. You can't be surprised by what happened. It's the raise. It's the trop. And it's Friday the 13th. So you're playing the Rays. You're in Tropicana Field. And it's Friday the 13th. It's like you've broken a mirror. You're walking under a ladder. There's 15,000 black cats walking across your path. I mean, Kevin Barker, 5-2. The Rays beat the Blue Jays. Uh, the result sucks, obviously. <laughs> the team's lost five in a row, eight of ten. They also lost George Springer, though, uh, on, on a play in the second inning at the wall. Uh, the early diagnosis is a sprained left ankle. Um, my initial concern was when I saw the trainer, Jose Minstral, out there poking around the Achilles. That was, I thought, no, oh, Jesus. Here we go. So as far as we know right now, it is a sprained ankle. He did stay in the game and hit, and it was obvious when he was standing at the plate. He wasn't, he wasn't comfortable. And I, yeah, a small point here. But why didn't you take him out after? Like, why send him up to the plate? I know I'm sure the medical folks looked at it. I'm sure it didn't aggravate anything. But why take the chance? I'm sure. I'm I'd, sure he. I'm I'd sure he was the one that went to Charlie and said, "Hey, I'm going to try and give this thing." A yeah. Well, you I mean, know what? My reaction would be, "No, you're that. not." Yeah, my reaction would be, "No, you're not." I, the, the player's the last person you ask, <laughs> because the player's always mm. going to say, "Anyhow, well, it doesn't. It, it doesn't matter." I mean, it doesn't matter. Uh, again, five-two loss to the Rays. <laughs> uh, couldn't beg, borrow, or steal a hit, Kevin. The one inning they had something going on. Uh, Rymel Tapia, who came in for. George Springer, singles in a run. It looks like they got something going. They got Bo coming up. He strikes out, overswinging against Andrew Kittredge, and then Vladdy hits into a double play. And, I mean, that's all she wrote. Three <laughs> runs in the eighth inning and a bunch of balls that found their way through the infield. And there you go. Raise yeah, win, you know, raise win, you, raise win. You, you, know, you know it's against the Rays this Friday 13th whenever my buddies text me in the eighth inning with a tie game going, hey, should Bo bunny? <laughs> no, no. My first reaction was bump for who? Like, have you seen Vladdy hitting lately? Have you seen Teoscar Hernandez hitting lately? I mean, I no offense to either one of those, but right now they look like me hitting. Like, I, I, if if Vladdy was hot or, or somewhat had some confidence when he walked to the plate, maybe. I, it, it, not even a maybe, probably. I mean, I, can you imagine seeing Bo's face if Charlie would have given him a bump with first and second? In, in yeah, the we, probably would have been a dead giveaway what it was. <laughs> yeah, look, it's, it's I said this to you when, when we were talking back and forth. This is whenever you have the big boy on the mound and Kevin Gosman, these are games on the road in the trop, you got to win. Especially who's going for you tomorrow, and who you're not going to have in the lineup, George Springer. Uh, who's leading off tomorrow? Uh, do, you, do you move some guys up? Do you change the lineup around? I mean, if you're going to do it tomorrow, you would think would be the time to do it. If you're going to move Vladdy up to the two hole and you're going to sell this, what better yeah. way to sell it than to say my I 150 would, million dollar man's not lined up? He's not going to be in the lineup very long. I would also keep long. an eye on Lourdes Gurriel Jr. because on that foul ball, he appeared to do something to his heel as well. Uh, he reached back, and it was kind of an awkward catch. You saw him at the plate. He could 
barely run. Now he stayed in the game, but you know, the, again, this being Friday the thirteenth, <laughs> let's just don't be surprised if tomorrow you find out that he strained something or other or done something to something else. But yeah, it's uh, look, it's I it's a brutal time for this team. The offense isn't hitting with runners in scoring position. You know, they've had their first team meeting of the year. George Springer called the team meeting after Wednesday's loss to the Yankees. May never work. Is, it's <laughs> awfully early for a team meeting, and you're they right. They never work they, either. They never work. They never I mean, work. I get, I've been in a bazillion, it, it, of, I've been in a bazillion of those, and normally 90, the guy 90%, 90% it, of them no, are eyewash. No, no. Normally the guy giving it is the only guy that's doing anything. Like, that's usually, and then everybody else is looking at him like he's got four heads and asking, why are you giving this conversation? Because it's still not going to help me, you know, have a better load or have better separation with my hands and my and my front foot like Vladdy's sort of going through. I mean, I guess it's a it's a old good college try that, that George Springer's trying to say everybody needs to take a little step back, take a breather, you know, exhale. It's okay. We're going to get through this thing. But right now, you but know, then he's telling honest, the media at the same time that there needs to be some more urgency. So what yeah. message are you trying to get across? 416-870-0590, star 591, 888-666-0590. It's Blair and Barker. This is Blue Jays Talk. The Jays 5-2 losers to the Tampa Bay Rays in the first of three games. Hyunjin Ryu starts tomorrow against to be confirmed. Not that it matters. To be confirmed is undefeated against the Blue Jays. <laughs> it's Tampa. To be confirmed could be Brett Phillips. Hell, it could be Kevin Cash for all we know. Uh, the questions to uh, consider tonight, again, four ones. Yeah, Kevin, you got to laugh at this stuff. I mean, this is 416-870-0590, star 591-888-666-0590. What do you do with George Springer out of the lineup? Come up with some suggestions for Chuckles. The manager needs some help right now. Come up with some suggestions for Charlie. 416-870-0590, star 590 one triple eight triple six zero five ninety five ninety five ninety is the text line. Hyunjin Ryu is starting for the Blue Jays tomorrow. What are your expectations Oof. for Hyunjin Ryu? And Kevin, let's also talk about this. Brett Gardner, according to Ken Rosenthal, turning down six million dollars to play for the Blue Jays this year. Think about that. I don't, that was I, an I, offer I that was made earlier in spring training when they were when they were looking for a left-handed they were looking for a left-handed bat. <laughs> well, you either um, you either take the six million dollars or you sit at home and watch baseball on TV. I guess so Brett Gardner that. didn't. I guess Brett Gardner didn't feel like didn't feel like playing for another team other than the Yankees. I kind I'm of a admire Yankee for him life. for it. I'm a Yankee. I for admire life. him for it. Hey, I Do admire you really? him for it. You turned down six million dollars. Who are yeah. you? Yeah. Like, Come I admire on. him for it. Clearly, he well. Clearly, he has. He's clearly he's a man of principle. I admire the dude for that. He turned down the Braves too, apparently. So there you go. Uh, well, good for him. Mark and Etobico. First off, I do want to thank you guys. I love listening to you guys every day. I think you guys are doing an amazing job this year, as always. So thank you for everything you do. Um, Thanks, Mark. I just wanted to bring up that this is honestly, to me, one of the most painful stretches of, or short stretches of Blue Jays baseball to watch in a long time. I think a lot of it's just because the expectations are so high, both internally and externally. And, like, they obviously have plenty of time to turn it around. And to be honest, I think long-term, this stretch is going to only help the core's development. But at this point, it honestly almost feels like a comedic horror film. It's like coming off the pain of Cleveland, New York. You have the vocal leader that gives the big speech. He goes down to injury in inning number two. You lose again to me what honestly looked like, you guys might think differently, the most beatable version of the race we've seen in years. 
And you've got that $20 million question mark lined up to start tomorrow. It's it's kind of crazy and funny. Uh, My question is, do you guys remember a more painful stretch in recent history? The closest I could think of was the start to that 2013 year when they brought everybody in. Oh, my God. I mean, this doesn't even measure. This wouldn't even. uh, Yeah, yeah, 2013, the opening day when uh, when R.A. Dickey was on the mound. And I don't know, he had what, 30? There were 35 pass balls charged to J.P. and C.B. or something like that. I mean, it was buzzkill. That was the year the Jays were picked by uh, were Vegas favorites to go to the World Series, and here comes R. A. Dickey with the knuckleball and J. P. R. and C. B. can't catch it. It was just, yeah, that that. I mean, this doesn't. This is a five-game losing streak. It's probably the three hundred and fiftieth five-game losing streak I've seen, and uh, now nah, this doesn't. This doesn't. This doesn't necessarily. You know. Losing streaks, I think, Kevin, are a little easier. That's the wrong word. They're not easier. When you can understand why they're happening, and that is because nobody's hitting, that to me is that's a lot more diff- or a, a lot easier to handle than a losing streak where the bullpen's blowing four games in a row or something like that. I look back to like the, the month of May last year when we were going through bullpen hell. That was way harder than this. Because because at least in this instance, you're looking at these at, at these scuffling hitters and going, they're going to get it going at some point. Like we've seen signs with Bo, they're going to get it going at some point. You know, the bullpen issues last year, I there was nothing to anybody's track record that suggested there was going to be an answer found last year. You're looking at a bullpen full of guys who hadn't done anything of of much consequence in the majors, and I mean, I didn't until the Simber and Richards deals were made. I sure as hell had no confidence that that was going to stop. So I guess what I'm saying, long answer, Kevin. No, nah, this doesn't. This doesn't feel that. I don't. All kidding aside, I don't have a doom and gloom feeling about this yet. That's I fair. really don't. No, to help that the Yankees lost a game. That's that that's help. fair. That's fair. I, I I will say this to Mark's point. It, it it does add a little doubt to is the lineup really good enough is it legit enough that it can handle stretches like this like you got some young guys in there who are expected to you know carry a country <laughs> they're, they're not supposed to get the blue jays through some some games they're supposed to help carry a country and and get this country to a to a world series it's a lot to ask you know and and you know, I just for me anyway, this confirms what we all been talking about. It needs balance. They're so easy to pitch to. Drew Rasmussen, no offense to him, he ain't that good. Like he's he's a solid big league pitcher. He basically threw a cutter and a decent slider over and over and over and over and he over. He had a couple. And over I mean, he and over he, and over he had, and over he, and over. He's, he's, and over. He had a couple of ninety six miles. He had a couple of ninety six miles. He did, but it was it was ma- it was mainly ninety three, ninety four with a little bit of movement. A bunch of those balls were on the plate. A lot of over swinging. A lot of pulling front sides. Uh, you know, we talk about the big part of the field. A lot of the times, that is not it for me. It's more of what you're swinging at at the big league level. You know why I wasn't in the big leagues for a long period of time, Jeff? It's because I chased. I expanded. And when you expand, you don't look good as a hitter. And when you don't look good, you get sent down. And this is sort of where the Blue Jays, I'm not saying they're going to get sent down, but this is where they're at when they expand. And this is why they're not barreling up bunch balls. And that's why the shortstop's worn out. He'd probably sleep good tonight, Franco will. 
416-870-0590, star 590, 1-888-666-0590. Back with your calls. It is Blue Jays Talk on Sportsnet 590, the fan of the Sportsnet Radio Network. And now the Bet365 standings update. Just download the app and see for yourself why Bet365 is the world's favorite sports book. 19 plus play responsibly Ontario only. Well, the New York Yankees are at it again. They're leading the Chicago White Sox 7-1 to uh, en route to winning what would be their fifth in a row and a win that would raise their record to 24-8. and However, Oof. as we look at the standings right now, the Yankees are 23-8. and The Rays are 20-13, and four games back. The Jays are 17-16, and seven back. The Baltimore Orioles, 14-18, and two and a half games, or I'm sorry, nine and a half games out. And the Boston Red Sox, they are 11-20. and They are 12 games back, Mr. Barker. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> As we all predicted, the Yankees are running away with East. Yep. Vic and Toronto, you think we need a shake up here? Yes, definitely. Hey, guys, uh, great show. I appreciate Thank the candidness you. by Barker. I mean, tell it as it is. Well, I want to go a little bit further. Unlike those uh, medias who keep hyping the Jays. I mean, the, all the, first of all, back then, all these one-run games, right? They were saying, oh, the Jays are winning. Uh, well, it's hard-stopping. Well, it's great. It's unhealthy. If the offense was hitting a little bit more, they, the the high-leverage bullpen arms will not be burned out. I think they're already getting burned out right now. So every night, it's like you're hard-stopping. Like a Romana has to make a perfect pitch to, to get the win. That's mm-hmm. that's not sustainable. I think you guys see it. Everybody in the baseball can see it. And it's it just it's nonsense. And the, the problems that they're not hitting, and then the, especially with the RISP, and that is just ridiculous. You cannot be a playoff team, a real good team, when you're not hitting in a clutch situation that's that's just wrong like something has to be done with that and i think it's time for shake up and also i, I pointed out to you earlier to show ali that the kids it's time for the kids to mature like like a blunders on base path like by bo bouchette and those things i find that i mean it's all fun again they're they're all laughing and whooping it up in the clubhouse they're having fun it's fine but i think if you look at yankees you look at cleveland they're, they're really professionals right they don't do all these things they go about it like in a mature manner and i think it's time for the jays to really clamp it down a bit the management and i know montario is a nice guy i have i I like the guy he's a great guy and i know he went through a lot personally and i appreciate it but i'm i'm questioning his leadership in the clubhouse maybe they need a tougher coach to to really with these kids i honestly i I think that's yeah i'm not about it I'm gonna I'm gonna let Barker answer answer this too, Vic. But I mean, the tougher coach thing doesn't work. It doesn't. I, it, it just doesn't work. Um, these kids, as you call them, that are in their third and fourth year in the majors. Yeah, they're still young, but they're really not kids. Uh, if you, I don't know, I, I, the the folks that do the telecast, the TV telecast, I've seen less and less shots of uh, dugout hijinks lately. I looks to me like mm-hmm. every other dugout I've seen losing. Uh, losing you know losing five in a row 
And uh, you got to be careful about the other stuff. The Boston Red Sox spent last year running guys through a laundry cart in the middle of the dugout when they hit a home run. So it's not like it's not like the home run jacket is the only thing you see. Everybody's got a shtick now. You saw the uh, you saw the, uh, the the Los Angeles Angels with the cowboy hat. There, some other team has this big chain that they put around guys' necks. I mean, teams do that. Teams Baltimore. Do that. Baltimore, thank you. Baltimore yeah, has an orange that. chain. Baltimore is an orange chain. <laughs> I did. You know, as, as if being as if playing for the Orioles wasn't being imprisoned enough. Now they put a chain around you. But I mean, the fact of the matter is that's the way this team is wired. That's the way it's wired when it's winning. That's not going to change. You're not going to bring an old school manager in here to. Uh, you, I mean, you're just, you're, it's not, it's not going to make Vladdy stop chasing. I guarantee you, Jesus could be managing this team and Vladdy would still be chasing <laughs> those pitchers. So, um, you know, let's, let's just, uh, it's just a tough, it's a tough time right now for this team offensively. They're, they're so used to what they were doing off the field, translating on the field very quickly. And yep. the league's, the league, the league, Jeff has made an adjustment. Let's be honest. Like it is now. Uh, they've taken away their strength, which is up the middle to the pull side to a bunch of right-handed hitters, and now they're making them dink and dunk them a little bit, and I just don't know if they're capable of doing that. Uh, Hazel May talked to Charlie Montoyo after the game about George Springer's in- injury. Uh, guys, do we have that, and can we play that clip if we have it? Do you have an update on George? So last I heard was a mile ankle, so... We'll see. That's all I know right now. Did he go for x-rays? I don't think so. Yeah. No. He didn't go for x-rays? No. John, was he advocating to stay in the game? He, he, there's a cage right there, so we are watching him, and he, he was fine swinging. That's why he went out to swing. But then I said, okay, you know, just put some eyes on, and hopefully we'll play you tomorrow. So, yeah, that's the reason he went out, because we, we saw him hit him. So it's, for now, it's day-to-day kind of thing? Yeah. All right, there you go. That's Hazel May. And I do believe I heard Shai Davidi's voice as well talking to Charlie Montoyo day to day. I mean, Kevin, that doesn't sound serious. The fact that Charlie's saying at least he didn't go for an x-ray uh, you know, would indicate that it may be a mild a mild sprain. I mean, it's like anything else. It's going to depend on George Springer's I, ability to uh, to heal. Go ahead. I Ken, can't sorry. speak to this. I, I have I have twisted both my ankles when I was hitting. I've twisted my back my back foot. I've twisted my front foot. Uh, you would think that your back foot would be the worst because you put a lot of pressure on that and you do a lot of spinning on it. For me, it was not. It was my front foot because I would put pressure on my front foot and it would turn my ankle for whatever reason. I have no idea what that, why that is. I'm not a doctor, but for whatever reason, when I had twisted, you know, my my front ankle, which would have been my right foot, it was a little harder for me to get through it, and I had to really make some adjustments offensively with my lower half to figure out ways to just make that feel differently so I wasn't thinking about it. You know, George is one of those guys who has a quick leg kick. Like, he's not easing into it and gliding into his, you know, his load when his front foot hits the ground. He's a he's a stabber. Like, he's going to lift it and punch it down on the ground, and you wonder what that'll do to it. You know, it'll, it'll for me anyway, when he wakes up tomorrow, that'll be the tall tale is, is how does it feel? How can he get through it? I'm sure they're going to ha- hook up every machine possible to get that thing loosened up and make sure it doesn't swell and, and – get any worse than it than it's supposed to be getting but they they need him they, they how do you yeah, feel you in really the blank 
That's the yeah. question now. Is well, okay, he's let's, sort of let's, the, lead, the vocal and the the everything leader offensively? How do you how do you make up for it? Okay, well let's let's we just got a few minutes left. Let's let's take a look at what this team without chart without uh, without George Springer might look like. The lineup, the, the obvious thing to do would be you put uh, Toppy in the leadoff spot, leave everybody else where where they are. The other obvious thing is, do you take this opportunity to to say to Vladdy, you know, Bo and you are going to be hitting one and two, and 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 away we away we go from there. Like, how do you play this? I guess. Let me ask you a question. It, it depends me... entirely, doesn't it? If it's a day to day thing, then I I think you just put, depending on who Tampa Bay starts tomorrow, it's to be confirmed right now. If it's a day to day thing, I think you just go lefty righty. That person leads off. And you leave everything else the way let, it is. I, if let, we see a move, if we see Bo moved up or something like that, then maybe that might be a suggestion that it's actually more than something as simply. Let's day-to-day. hope. Let's hope that's not the case. Let me ask you a question. Moving Vladdy to the two hole, that going to change the way they pitch to him? Kevin, I don't know, but I guarantee you that they're not going to change the way they pitched him right now, hitting third. I, I, I just don't know. Sometimes you have to do something. Sometimes you have to do something. I, 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 I'm at the point now with this. You got to tell me why you wouldn't do it. Tell me why you wouldn't do it. And it I know, may not. I know and, why. And, and and it may not work. I know why I wouldn't do it. It's not a popular answer, but I know why I wouldn't do it because the player doesn't want you to do it. And right now, you can tell it's churning. When he walks to the plate, he is thinking about where's my hands at? Why is my foot going there? Why am I not rotating my hips? Why am I chasing that pitch? And now, by moving him in the lineup, he hates it, Jeff. You know it, and I know it, because I've talked to people that's around him that know it, and that's why they haven't done it already. They want to do it. So now, you're asking him to do something he doesn't want to do. Okay, it's not like he's not trying to hit. Okay, you're trying you're trying to simplify this thing. I've been through a ton of slumps when you're slumping. You think about everything and that's what you're trying not to do. You're trying to simplify it so much. And I know people get tired of hearing it because it is baseball 101. But it is basically why you're going to the plate and only thinking about sea ball hit ball. And that's almost impossible when you're expected to do the things that Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is expected to do in this lineup, and you're not doing it. And I just don't think adding something else for him to think about by moving him up. He doesn't like it. I know it's only one spot. But I, it wouldn't bother me if if I were in that position. But for whatever reason, it seems to bother him, and I'm just not sure that's the answer. I, <laughs> maybe wait until he starts getting hot and getting a couple of hits when it matters the most, and then maybe you can move him. But – yeah. You know, people need, people around him need to do their jobs too. They need to stop having one pitch outs. That would help. They had four of those tonight, I think. The four or five can, of those. That's a lot. That, like that, that's. That, but they've, been, they've done it all year hitting, hitting uh, where again, they are. All, all, all I'm and, saying is. And all, all year they struggled. All I'm bit. saying is I don't think at this point these guys have any right to question any decision the manager makes. Maybe. Like they don't. If if you don't like it, then go out there and go three for four. And I understand it's not that easy, but if you don't like it, go out there and don't expand. Like, you keep making this point. It's not hard to see what they're doing. It's not it's like there's some sort of, oh, my God, there's this mystery. It's pretty easy to see what they're doing. Well, stop doing it. And Sounds easy. It, it does. But, you know, it's either, you know, either you, you make a move or you leave it the way it is right now and it looks the way it looks for another week. I mean, I don't know, moving Vladdy to second, whether that's going to do anything. Can't hurt. It really can't hurt. 
Only time will tell if, if, if Vladdy is willing to walk into Charlie's office and go, okay, it's time, let's try it. Let's give it a different look. Let's give the, the opposing pitcher, the opposing manager a different look. Some other thing for him to think about at least a little bit earlier in the game. Maybe it'll mix it up. Maybe I'll get a hang of breaking ball instead of that nasty slider that bites down in a way that I continue to chase and fall behind in counts. Maybe maybe it's a miracle something else will happen. But for me, anyway, the experiences that I've had, now I was not Vladimir Guerrero Jr. as a hitter, but I thought a lot. And you can tell it's churning. When you struggle, it churns more because, again, what you're trying to do off the field, which is a lot. I know I've talked to people here lately. He stays a lot late trying to figure it out, trying to, you know, wondering why there's not separation with his lower half, why they're not connected, why he's not getting in an athletic position to maximize collision with the baseball. And, you know, sometimes it's not all of those things. It's more about what you're swinging at. And, He's a, he's a kid going through a bad time right now. That's to add more to his plate by moving him up in the order. Uh, you're not adding I, anything to his plate. Come on. Well, obviously it is because he would have been there already. They've given him numbers that says 18 or 19 more at-bats. When you're hot, mm. it's much better for our team, and he still says no. So Ryu is back tomorrow, and uh, Danny Jansen, we're led to believe, will come off the uh, IL as well to catch him. Mm. Uh Stay hot, Danny. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. You got to go out, go out and catch Ryu in his 45 different pitches. Um, welcome back. And while you're at it, we expect Hit you to clean carry, up. The, carry the team. Hit cleanup. Stay hot. Uh, what do you think that the Jays do in the way of a roster move with, Dan, with, with, with Danny Jansen coming back on and Ryu? Well, they can't have four catchers, so I'm assuming one of the catchers is going to go. At, I mean, that screams Heinemann. Uh, you know, I, I would certainly assume that Zimmer, you're not sending him down probably now with the Springer thing going on, so you need that extra out, outfield guy. Uh, they don't quite have to make some moves when it comes to the pin. Do you read but, anything into Collins Collins catching Gossman? Four time, what, is, what do the boys say, four of his seven starts? I just think he's really good with Gossman. His ERA coming in tonight was under one. Yeah, and in he's the a three big, starts that he called him, and you and can I tell he gives. Siddle made the quicker. point. He's he, yeah, and he's a bigger guy, and you gets down lower, right? Like it was just in sync when he set up. He he was yeah. on the same page as, as Kevin. I know they're they're doing the pitch comm, and it's basically two pitches. He sprinkled in a changeup. He threw one or two sliders tonight, but it was mainly the the heater and the split finger. But you could tell bigger target feels comfortable. Just seems Good like pace. when he gives like, him the glove, the glove looks bigger to Kevin. You could see that, right? You could see how much I like confidence too is, he's gotten throwing it to him. What I like, too, is that I, I love the pace at which those two work. I, I love the pace. At, I, like at, how early, I like how early he gives the target where he wants the splitty to start. If you've noticed, whenever he gives it to him, and you notice you watch Kirk. Kirk's a little lazy sometimes with because you want to start that thing a little higher, right? Because you want it to look like a strike to the last minute and fall off the table and have guys swing over top of it. But you have to, to actually visibly give Kevin a target to aim for. I want to start it here. I want it tunneling here so it has that late yak to it so you get swing and misses. And it just seems to me like when he puts the – or he doesn't put the finger down, but when he calls it on the pitch comm and gives him the target, they're, they're just sort of in sync and the target looks good to him and he's throwing a bunch of strikes to get a bunch of people out so you don't want to rock the boat. But offensively, the, the little hitch that he's got, well, it's back. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. back. Yeah. But, yeah, I – 
it's back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, we're, we don't want to pile on here. I, I hate to say that it's early. It is a small sample size. Some guys are struggling. But, you know, Rod Carew always used to tell me, if you're a career 230 hitter, you're all, you're probably going to end the season at 230. Just yeah. the way it is. Uh, we'll see. We'll see tomorrow what uh, what moves are made. Again, the Jays five two losers to the Tampa Bay Rays tonight at lovely Tropicana Field. Uh, George Springer leaving the game in the second inning. You heard I uh, hope char- our interview with Charlie Montoyo or Hazel May and Shai Davidi and Charlie Montoyo post game. Charlie Montoyo essentially saying that it is a day to day situation and that um um and 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 that uh it is a mild a mild sprain of the left ankle for George Springer and and you know if you look at the replay I'm with you Kevin originally I thought the right ankle would be the issue but if you look at the replay he does kind of crater over on the uh on the left ankle when he comes down um you know and I don't uh I don't know if the warning track at the trop had anything to do with it i do know the guys on tv said and i've been out in that field there is no there is no difference between the warning track it's basically brown artificial turf it's got corky it ang- it's got weird angles in the outfield got, too. you gotta yes, sort of run does. around them and he, he was a little played over closer to the line he had to move you know that they're in the four-man outfield that's one of the reasons it's why a, he wasn't where he normally would be it's a tough it's a tough you could tell too it looked to me like anyway i have no idea but it looked to me like he'd lost sight of the yep. baseball that that sure white did. roof is the dumbest thing in the world like who I don't even want to have that conversation, but it looked to me like he was in and out, whether he was doing that. That's why his jump, he thought he had to jump a little sooner than he actually did instead of running through it, sort of feeling for the wall and just leaning back and catching. It's a it's a fluke thing. Hopefully it's not a big deal. He comes back tomorrow, hits three homers. They need him to do it. Hit three homers, Jeff. Yeah, absolutely. They uh, they need George Springer. They need George Springer healthy. Hell, they need everybody healthy and back right now. <laughs> let's be honest. They really do. They're they need everybody healthy and back. And and uh, what is it the the line Teoscar Hernandez told told Hazel? Uh, they need a big hit to keep the energy up. There it is. That's exactly that's exactly what they need right now. They need somebody at some point, at some time, at some inning, to come up with a big hit to keep the energy up. That's it for us tonight. Again, the Jays five two losers to the Rays. First of three. Ben Wagner has the call tomorrow at six o'clock. Second game of the series, Hyunjin Ryu will return to the Jays' rotation and make the start. Danny Jansen as well, we believe. Mr. Barker and I will be off tomorrow. We will be back Sunday with Blue Jays Talk after the third game of this particular series. So, for all of us here at Blue Jays Talk, thanks for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, served up by the always game-ready Jack Link's Meat Snacks. Feed your wild side, baseball fans. <laughs>